Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. I don't know about you, but I feel so blessed and so fortunate. Some of you know this, some of you don't. I was raised in a Christian home. I always say I was the worst kind of foolish person because I had heard the gospel so much when I was small. And sometimes I would use the excuse that it was hellfire and brimstone, but it wasn't. It was really about Jesus. But then, having want to do my own thing, how many of you want to do that? <laughs> don't, don't answer that. I left that, and I went my own way. But knowing in my heart there was more. Amen? And then we were fortunate enough to get a hold, to get hooked up with some people. One of them sitting on the front row. Both of them are sitting on the front row, actually. He was, he was only about 12 years old, though. And we knew that there was more. And that was 40 years ago or so. And we heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and we heard about other things. You know, I was raised in a, in a, in a home that the church that we went to didn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit as we do with the evidence speaking in tongues, but they believed in laying on of hands. And he, we see, I was, I was probably uh, maybe two years old, maybe less. Had a tremendous high fever, couldn't get the fever down. And in those days, you just couldn't run to convenient care because they didn't have a convenient care, you know. And uh, the pastor was a woman that uh, Sister Slade was her name. Ida Slade. Some of you have a heritage here tonight. Heritage of faith, people that you knew that knew the Lord and prayed for you. Anyway, she came and anointed me with oil, and it was just a matter of minutes. And I'd had that fever. My dad and mom didn't know what they were going to do. It was burning up fever for quite some time. And, of course, it was gone. Amen? But the goodness of God leads us unto salvation, unto repentance, unto the things. It's his goodness. It's always his goodness. Never make a mistake. Good God, bad devil. Never make that mistake. I asked someone yesterday in the hospital. She was worried about her dad, and she said, I said, where do you go to church? And she says, well, I don't, and I know this person a little bit. I mean, I hadn't run into her for a long time. I don't. I said, well, why not? And she said, well... And I keep running, excuse me, maybe it's just me. Hey, there she is. Yeah, there. And she said, well, I said, have you ever accepted the Lord? Well, I did. I tried that once. I mean, if you don't, you don't try it. You either know or you don't. But I knew what she meant. She had tried going to church, trying to do what was right in her life, and it, it didn't work, she thought. And I said, well, why not? And she said, well, I lost a couple of kids, and I didn't go into any detail. That didn't have much time because her father was coming back from a procedure he had. 
and she was crying. And I'd, 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 she started crying because she was worried about her dad. This is before I even asked that. Now, this is how you, how you touch people's lives. Just grabbed her hand, so let's pray. I didn't ask her if she knew the Lord then. I didn't ask her if she went to church or, you know, if she even believed. Tears running down her face. Well, I prayed that she'd have peace, that things would work. And then after that, I did say, you know, and I didn't make it a look down upon you. Are you a Christian? Do you go to church? Are you going to hell? Or are you going to heaven? You don't do that. Anyway, I'm telling you this for a reason, because you don't have to make it heavy-handed. I said, do you go to church? And she said, no. And, I, and then I said, Are you, have you ever accepted the Lord? And she says, well, I tried it. And she, I said, well, what happened? And I said, why not? Well, I lost a couple children. And I said, well, you know, God didn't do that. I said, you know, God is a good God. And I said, it's good God, bad devil. The Satan is real. And he's the God of this world, and he does things. He kills, kill, steal, and destroy. And she said, well, yeah. I said, you have to understand that. And we have to understand that because even in some churches, even in some churches, some of them are called by word of faith, if you're not careful, you'll hear God puts things on you, does things to you to make you come closer. That's a lie. But anyway, getting back to the story, we got hooked up with some people, and I, the reason I'm thinking of this, because there have been times I've been closer to God than I feel closer. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, you can't, he, he's here. You know, he's not going to escape from you. He's not going to run away from you, but you, you, there are times you actually feel closer to him. And I remember we lived out north of town then, and we had what a room added on and what became the playroom and the... <laughs> The uh, playroom, it became about four or five different things over the years, you know. But I remember we had put a couch and a TV and stuff out there. It was so nice out there. But I remember so hungry for God. How many of you don't get hungry for God more than you can for food if you allow yourself to? Seriously. And you know how you start it? You start it by worshiping him and magnifying him a little, just a little bit. Just a little, just, just start doing it. Just how to say, I'm just going to try this. I'm going to start worshiping him a little more and see where it goes. You'll find out, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And you'll find out he's so good that you can't quit tasting. And I remember sitting out in that playroom. And this was, oh, shoot, it must have been just after the church had started. In 1981. Wow. Going and growing. Excited. You know, that's another thing. If you say you know the Lord, there should be a little bit of excitement in your life. Seriously. Because there's so much junk out there today, but you can still have the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. And he gives you that joy when you begin to draw near him. Lord, I thank you today, tonight, full of the joy of the Lord, the Holy Ghost and power. Thank you for forgiving me and setting me apart tonight for your work. You begin to do that. Well, I would sit out there in this room after this one would be in bed and the others would be in bed. and Literally sit out there until 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, hungry for God, listening to praise music or, and reading my Bible and mainly praying. 
God, I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I want to know who you are. I want to know more about you. But how many of you know that can work sort of like a marriage does? You've been married a long time, and it's just like, oh, I know what they're going to do and what they're going to say, and, I, and you don't woo that relationship like you would in the past. And it kind of gets, eh, just, you know you're there. You know they, that you love each other, and, but it's not the same, right? But when you begin to the light that spark again or fan that flame again, and you begin to fan it, and then it begins, <laughs> whew, you forgot what you had. And all of a sudden, it becomes real again. That's what I see this church doing. Every one of you, every one of us, begin to cry out to God. God, I want more of you. This church wasn't put here necessarily for 1981 or 91 or 2001 or 2011 or 2019. It was put here for such a time as this we're living in now. Amen? And if we're not careful, we'll back off and start allowing the the culture to influence us more than the word of God influences us and the presence of God. If we're willing to say, wherever you've come from, I'm going to forget that, Lord. Forgetting where I came from, what I've done, good, bad, indifferent. And I want to know you now. I want to know you more tonight. I want to get to know you like I've never known you before. And I want to begin to reach out. See, sometimes we'll get so busy with life that we'll get distracted from where God's trying to take us every day. Every day. It's like, like God's trying to get you to go over here and do something, and you're in a hurry to go somewhere else. So you end up, what do we end up doing? What we want to do. But he has a voice <laughs> on the inside of you. And he can say, I want you to go over here today. And it's a still small voice, but if you get to listening for it, you'll hear it. Amen? I want you to talk to so-and-so. I don't want to talk to them. I got things to do. You're not saying that intentionally. You're not repeating that back to him. You're just thinking, I'm going to go do what I want to do, right? How do, how do churches grow? There's a zeal and an excitement and a fire. Amen? And you think, well, people don't want to hear that today. You don't know what people really want to hear. They're out there waiting for something that you and I have. They just don't know it. Amen? Amen. But how do we get to that place where we get on fire for God again? How do we get back to that? We begin to magnify him. We begin to <laughs> praise in him and worship in him like never before. It isn't about three or four songs that we sing. This is just, this is just a little filling station, so to speak, where we come to get a little stirred up so we can go on. But really what he wants is to, to get that way where every day, you're worshiping him and magnifying him. Oh, he wants a people that will worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. Amen? What's the truth? This word is truth. His word is truth. Amen? So we get to know his word, and then we get to worship in him and the truth, and all of a sudden we're free of the things that have hindered us, and we're beginning to get in the spirit of things because the spirit and the truth work together. You know that, don't you? Amen? And that's what he's wanting us to do. Oh, come and see. 
Oh, taste and see. Oh, come and see what the Lord is doing. How many of you know he wants us to (laughs) experience the supernatural and the miraculous, but it becomes almost that the supernatural almost becomes natural to us? Amen? It shouldn't be something we've heard about or read about. I love reading about, and you know, those books were out there on the the table, and there was different ones out there about great men and women that had come before us. How many of you know that's all well and good? But he wants that today in us. Do you know that you have the, the, as much power in you, if you're born again tonight, filled with his spirit, than any of those people in the past? You can touch people's lives. You can, you know, if it, the Bible says if that's the same spirit, that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. It shall quicken or make alive this mortal body, this body you live in. Well, what's, what's really alive? Is it just going through the motions of physical motions? No, I think what he's saying is it makes you alive unto him where you're ready to do what he wants you to do at any time. That power, that Holy Ghost power, amen, amen. And I, I remember that so distinctly, though, and then we had, over the years, we had some other speakers come in, and one of them was <laughs> set the church on fire about the first few years we were there. Mike Williams, remember that? And, uh, but I got so hungry for God, and I was working at FedEx in those days, and I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but I would listen to, they had to have a, a recorder, you know, and in the truck (laughs) and I'd be listening to these powerful songs and singing to the Lord and praising God and we it was just the zeal of God begins to consume you when you do that you know we say I've never experienced that well now's the time you can't start amen amen and he was reminding me he's been reminding me for some time Mike I want you to go further than you've been I got things for you to do. Amen. So anyway, he would tell us tonight, be filled with the Spirit. Be overflowing with the Spirit. For I have called you, saith the Lord, unto for this time such as this, that you might be a blessing as I have blessed you and called you out of darkness for the light that is in you will go forth and set on fire those that need it. It will cause them to rise up in newness of life, and it will leave a trace of me wherever you go. It will cause you to be a beacon in the, in, the, in the darkness, a light beacon that will shine wherever you are. So step up and step out of where you've been and go forward to where I'm taking you. Don't look back to what was, was, once was, but look forward to what I have, for I have much more for each one of you than you've ever known. I want to show myself in your behalf and show myself strong in your behalf and call you into a place where only those that it will come after me with such diligence and such heartfelt, <laughs> heartfelt, uh, 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 heartfelt uh, desire that you will come to mow me like you've never known. So do it, do it, do it. Don't wait for something to they happen and say, well, I, I, I like church. I like. No, I want to do things in you, saith God, that will astound people around you, that will say, I once, I thought I knew them, but now I'm seeing something totally different. They're walking around like they know God. And it will be because you do. Don't you know that I love you and want to fill you with overflow, with something new? 
something fresh, a fresh anointing of my presence. So don't step back. Step up and step out. For my spirit lives in you. And wherever my spirit is, there's liberty and there's freedom. So experience it now in this day and this hour. Hallelujah. Anyway, so long story short, the closer you draw to God, the more he gives of himself. Amen? Do you agree with that, Pam? I know you do. A hundred percent. And I, I tell you, he's looking for those that will say, not only will I give you a little quiet time, I'll give you all my time. He says over in Ephesians, we've got to read scripture just to say we're Word of Faith Church. He says in Ephesians 5, in verse 14, first I like this one, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. How many of you know you can, <laughs> you can, uh, you can sleep even after you've known him? You can kind of fall back into complacency, apathy, to get distracted, get caught up in the, what the world's doing in politics, in what the people outside are doing, what this social culture is doing. And all of a sudden, you've lost your place. Can't remember. Where, where was I with God? It can happen to all of us, my friends. But then he says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. This is our time. Say it with me. This is my time. Amen. Because the days are evil. Now, we know that. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with what? With wine, which is dissipation. Well, that wine could be anything. It could be cares, worries, fears, all that. It could be uh, caught up in the drunkenness of yourself and selfishness. It could be just a number of things, right? Which is dissipation, but be what? Filled, say it with me, filled with the Spirit. Amen? Say, I want to be filled to overflow with his spirit. Amen? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Wow. Singing and making melody. You don't have to be on this platform. In fact, most of us wouldn't be up here to be on there anyway to sing. As Keith Moore always says, you can sing, but you don't, some don't need to record. <laughs> right? But listen, a song unto the Lord. God, I just worship you. I magnify you. I glorify you. You're the king of my heart. Amen. Doesn't matter. what You know, that's a song unto the Lord from you. It's like, it's like uh, a little Jude out there running around. It won't be long. He'll be spouting, and he is starting to do that now, I suppose. But it's just little things. And, and what do we do? I mean, even if you aren't his parents, and there's so many that could be his parent in here, they just run around. But doesn't that, doesn't that lift your heart? It just lifts your heart. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. When you begin to make merry and make melody in your heart to the Lord, it gives him joy. Amen? Wow. He doesn't say, 
I wish you'd quit singing. I've heard you in the shower, and it ain't very good. He doesn't do that. He says, oh, there's my kid down there. There's the one that wants my heart. He wants my heart. She wants my heart. Hallelujah. She knows me. She's wanting to know more of me. He's wanting to know more of me. Hallelujah. And you know what? You can't help but receive from him when you do that. Just like these people around here just run around with Jude like he's the first baby they've ever seen. Right? Well, God, God looks on us and says, hey, he's not looking at you well. He's, he's, he is, he's a big giver in the church, and he's a preacher. and he has, no, uh, no, he has his heart for me. He has a heart for me. He's calling on me. Amen? He wants me. I always think of that, that baby <laughs> that runs around here. Who does he go to, though, when he really wants something? The two sitting back in the back row. When we want something, who do we go to? We need to be going to our Heavenly Father. Amen? But it says, singing and making, and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks when? Always. Say Always. For all thanks to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. I'm telling you, God has placed this church for as touch a time as this. I hope that, and I have to remind myself, uh, don't be a negative nanny about what isn't happening. Be convinced that God is working behind the scenes. Even when I don't see him, I love that song. That, that one that uh, he's a miracle worker. Uh, what's the name of that? Uh, that? What is it? The way maker, yeah. He's a miracle worker. Amen? And he's working behind the scenes. A part of it I like is that he, when I don't even see him, when I don't feel him, he's working behind the scenes. How many of you know he's working behind the scenes to get his word out? To make his son known? And when we call on him, he'll start using us. And we'll say, God, thank you so much. You've blessed my heart. The praise team need to come back. I need to receive an offering. We need to get. But listen to me. Before we leave tonight, I don't know. I just feel like I've needed to repent. Maybe you do. Maybe you need to repent for not drawing near. Draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you, he says. Amen? And so tonight, let's just take a moment and thank him and praise him and give him praise and thank and say, Lord, forgive me when I haven't called upon your name. Forgive me when I haven't sought your face, when I haven't called upon you and made melody in my heart towards you, when I haven't sought you with my whole heart. When part of my heart is over here and part of my heart's over there and part of my other heart's over, you know, just divided my heart. It's all over the place. So I ask you tonight to forgive me. Help me to draw near to you. Can you say that tonight? Can you say that to yourself? You don't have to say it real loud. Just as they come. Amen. Cheryl, just start playing the piano. 
thank you tonight, Lord, that you have called us, but you've called us to be obedient to your word, faithful to your spirit, and call upon you on this day and this hour. May we see you like we've never seen you before. May we see you move in our midst like never before. May we see you move in the hearts of people. May we see you do the things you've promised in your word. But I know you're calling on us to come to that place. Call upon me and I'll fill you with my goodness and my fullness. So we ask you tonight, Lord, forgive us where we've missed it. Help us to pray like never before be a light in the darkness so we thank you for it tonight give you all the praise and thanksgiving for your good good god you're good to me and good to these people here we look forward to the days ahead because i believe you got greater things for us than ever we've ever known what a mighty god you are we praise you and thank you tonight in jesus precious name you agree with that Amen. Amen. Well, if you're giving tonight, let's go ahead and do that. For Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.